Podcast friends, my name is David Lee, and you're listening to the Inspire Design Create Podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories, and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking, and starting your own business together. Let's go. Mic check, mic check, mic check. What is going on, friends? Brand new week, brand new podcast episode. Uh, so, it might be coming out a little bit later than usual. So, apologies for that. Um, I actually started watching uh, Narcos, and I remember when Narcos came out, I think I tried watching like I don't know if it was episode one because episode one doesn't look um, familiar to me, uh, which leads me to believe I didn't watch episode one. I probably watched like episode like four or five or something like that. Uh, no, it was like okay, but I, I wasn't really into it. And um, you know, some of my friends were talking about season three as season three just came out, and I was like, you know what, I haven't, I haven't actually watched like Narcos, not even season one. And so I started watching it the other day, um, episode one. I was like, wow, this is actually pretty good. So if you're looking for something new to watch and you haven't watched Narcos, um, I would recommend at least starting with season one, like I am, and then we can talk about it. Uh, but today we are talking about. Uh, how to quote a project and the do's and don'ts of quoting a project. And this is in no specific order. I'm just going to start going off with uh, don'ts and do's. Uh, so the first uh, don't is don't quote. Actually, uh, before before I start, uh, let's preface this. Uh, this is in the realm. If you are still working like direct to client, you are still working as a um, what's the word as a complete agency or production company, right? Meaning uh, clients are hiring you to bring a idea to life um, and you are basically doing everything from uh, concepts or idea all the way to delivery, right? Pre-production, production, post-production. And maybe in some regard, uh, it depends on what you do, but you might also be, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> but you might also be involved in like marketing, right? You might be supporting them in their marketing efforts, creating Facebook campaigns and doing doing A/B testing and doing uh, their Instagram uh, content and delivering it and scheduling and things like that, right? Right. You're not being uh, hired in this regard as someone just to be able to light a set, to uh, move the camera, to operate the camera, to uh, decide on um, you know what things should change on the day. I mean, you're probably doing that in both regards, right? But but you're not being hired as just a cinematographer. Like you're working at a production company or this is your own production company and you have either, maybe it's just you or you have a, a entire team behind you, right? So let, let me just preface um, that, that these are uh, the do's and don'ts for quoting a project in that uh, context, right? So hopefully that makes sense to you guys. But I would say the 90 plus percent of my work comes from just being hired as a cinematographer or as a DP, uh, as that is what I prefer. Uh, but if you are still in that boat where you know, you're know you still doing uh, everything yourself, or maybe you have one or two extra people that, that you work with, um, or you're just starting out a, uh, or just beginning to start a production company or an agency on your own. Uh, this hopefully, uh, this episode will help you out in that regard. So let's start with the first don't, which is don't quote with a discount already, right? If you are going to discount, save discounts, any kind of discount, uh, for existing clients that you have built a, uh, long-term relationship with, right? And again, that's only for specific projects, right? Don't quote, your best clients all the time with like discounts, right? That, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, it doesn't make any financial sense. You're not going to make any um, long-lasting uh, financial gains uh, doing that, right? So if, if a client comes to you and says, hey, you know, we have, we have this uh, project. Uh, our budget is, uh, like you talk to them, right, during your discovery engagement and you get down to the nitty-gritty of it and they basically, say, and you ask them, hey, what is your budget? 
and they say our budget is uh, $4,000, right? And you say, okay, based on $4,000, right? Maybe you take uh, 24 hours to um, draft up a, a proposal for them <clears throat> with a quote. And you know that based upon what they need and what they want, that $4,000 probably is cutting it pretty close. If you had, say, forty. Forty-five hundred dollars. You could, you could, you could definitely do this. But you know, the extra five hundred dollars, maybe you have to go with like a different location, or maybe you have to do um, a rent. <clears throat> Excuse me, my throat is killing me today. I'm sorry, guys. Or maybe you have to rent a different set of lenses uh, than the ones that you were imagining would would work best for this uh, project, right? So you you discount them a little bit, right? And you say, hey, you know, so four thousand dollars, we can make this work, uh, but don't immediately put out like the discount. Right, I say, you know, if we, if there is there any way that we can increase the budget to forty five hundred dollars, and the reason being is X, Y, and Z, right? And if they don't budge, they say, ah, oh, you know, four thousand dollars, or maybe we can do forty two hundred dollars, something like that, right? Like, don't automatically just discount and say, oh, okay, cool, like four thousand dollars, let's do it, right? Like, try to get at least everything in the pocket so that you're not taking a hit, or so that you're you're not, you know, trying to just uh, let this be another client, right? Treat every client special, right? If you can. Um, again, it depends on the budget. If it's like a thousand dollar budget, just like fuck it, whatever, just do it. You know, at least that's that's how I how, that's how I look at it. Uh, but if it's you know ten thousand dollars, fifteen thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars, like okay, you know what? Like let's let's make each one special, right? So always go the extra mile if you can, and don't quote with a discount already. The second don't is don't add line items unless requested by the client for the final invoice, right? So if you don't know what a line item is, um, if you ever look at like a invoice. Uh, sometimes they'll, you'll see like basically like like uh, listed items, right? Like line one, line two, line three, et cetera, et cetera. Line one is like, you know, um, rental for gimbal. Line two is um, your day rate. Uh, line three is day rate for uh, grip. Line four is day rate for gaffer. Line five is uh, camera package rental, so on and so forth, right? Like you don't need to put all that stuff in for the initial quote. Um, at the end, if they're going to ask you, Hey, is there any way that you could provide, um, a line item? Typically clients really don't, don't ask for that, <clears throat> but sometimes some clients are like nitpicky. They're like, they want to see like what everything is being, um, is being budgeted for, right? Like, you know, why, why is the budget come, come down to this? And then at the end, if they really want to see like a line item, you can, you can, you can do that for them. Um, but what I do is instead of like putting like a line, and then the and then the price of whatever the thing is like the the day rate or the gimbal rental or the or the camera package rental, right? Just put um, based upon our, our discussion, our project budget is going to um, or our project budget must include this, you know, day rate, day rate, rental, 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 day rate, day rate, location, rental, blah blah blah, right? Post production uh, fee, blah blah blah, right? And then at the end, just put the actual the number, you know, five thousand dollars or whatever it is. Um, and 99% of the time they're like, okay, cool. Like, you know, if that's the budget, they agree on the budget and then cool. They typically don't need to know why it costs $4,000, right? Um, the reason why sometimes they might question you on a budget is if you, you know, if, if, if they're, if you initially see that the budget or that they tell you that the budget is $5,000 and you're quoting them, you know, $15,000, it's like, okay, well, you know, where is the extra $10,000 coming from? Right. They might, they may ask that. Right? And, and then it's up to you to um, justify your reasons for the extra $10,000 or whatever it is. Right. Uh, but just make sure that you don't add line, line items to the initial quote unless they actually ask you 
uh, during the final invoice, right? The final invoice is where it really counts. The initial one is just like, hey, this is how much it's going to cost. Do you say yes or do you say no, right? And then you can continue continue on uh, the budget conversation after that. Now, the first do is do make sure you know the scope of work before quoting a project, right? And so how do you know what the scope of work is? This is why the uh, discovery call or this, the discovery engagement and call engagement call is so important because it's where you can ask all the questions you need to understand uh, what kind of budget this will probably cost. I can't even speak. What this budget will probably cost and then what their actual budget is, right? Uh, and, and so always make sure that you know the scope of work before you quote anything, right? Because if you just, if someone calls you or emails you and says, well, hopefully it's a call because emails can sometimes be a little bit too, too vague, right? So like you're talking to someone or Zoom call, whatever it is. And at the end of your uh, discovery call, uh, you ask them what the budget is and they say, you know, right now our budget is looking at um, $7,000, right? He's okay, cool. And then again, you take 24 hours or however long it is, usually within 48 hours, you should have some kind of proposal Proposal to them is how I operate um, because it shouldn't take you longer than that, you know, unless there's something very specific, right? Then you have to make a couple of calls. You have to wait for the people to call you back or email you back. That's different, right? But in general, most most projects you can quote within 48 hours, right? Or less than that. Um, because if you don't know everything, if if they just say that, uh, you know, our budget right now is 70, you know, $7,000 and you're like, oh, okay, cool. And then once you actually think about it, you're like, oh shit, actually this is probably gonna cost like $10,000, right? You can go back to them and they're gonna be like, oh, well, I, thought, I thought you said it was $7,000, right? And then you say, oh, well actually I didn't think about it or you know, this thing came in and then it kind of makes you look like, like, like a dipshit, right? For not knowing how much this budget um, should actually be for the project. Now things are different though, right? If, if, if you have to quote with like locations involved or certain wardrobe or anything that's like, like specific that you actually don't know, then that's okay, all right? And, and that's actually uh, another tip or whatever that I'm, I'm gonna talk about in, in a little bit, right? But for the, for the most part is just make sure you know the entire scope of work before you quote a project, right? Know um, how many people you probably need, know what kind of equipment, lighting, camera, lens, uh, support, dolly, or if you need a dolly, if you need a steady can, if you need a Ronin or whatever it is, right? If it's car stuff, right? Make sure you know how much or at least ballpark rough estimate of how much a, you know, the hostess tray is going to cost or any kind of like, you know, car rig you need, whatever. Now, the next one is the next do is do a, put a appropriate due date and confirm with the client that this due date works, right? Always put a due date because if you don't put, put a due date, then you are subject to the client uh, forgetting or last minute something changes and they say, oh, hey, can we actually pay you like next month or whatever it is, right? Put a due date and make sure that the due date is very appropriate, right? So typical due dates in the realm that I that I work in is a net 30, right? But there's always exceptions to the rules. If you if this is like direct to client, if you are working with the client directly, try your best, try your very, very best to make sure that you receive the full amount by the time you start the first production day, right? Uh, it could be either by the by the time the day wraps by the beginning of the day or the day before, right? Never wait until everything's shot because there is still, you know, not to say that some clients are shady, but some clients are shady. There is still some like window of opportunity for clients not to pay you, right? And again, this will lead into the next one of how to kind of how to kind of 
combat any kind of attrition that you may receive um, from re from putting a due date that's past the production day, right? So like like the shoot day. Um, and basically what that is, is make sure that you do put a deposit amount, right? So let's kind of combine these two, right? Set an appropriate due date. Uh, let's just say that you're, you're going to start shooting in three weeks, okay? Like the 15th or whatever it is, right? The 15th of the month, you're going to start shooting and it's going to be a two-day shoot, right? So by the 15th, you should have the full amount, right? That way you can pay your crew, you can pay whoever is doing the editing, the post-production, or if that's yourself, whatever it is, right? Um, you're paying rentals, right? You're, you're probably going to be paying for the rentals first and then that money that you're getting from the the project right that just goes back into um into the bank or, or whatever kind of system system you're using right but make sure you put a deposit of at least 50 percent um that's what i do that's what makes the most sense to me and that's what i see majority of other people do right is you know so say they call you on a monday right you get to go in you get you get you get your discovery call engagement uh you get all the scope of work or you get all the items you send them a quote and they you send them a quote within like 24 hours, right? So now it's Tuesday. They get back to you on Wednesday and they say, cool, like we're good, right? Get a deposit either on Wednesday or Thursday, right? Get a deposit of 50% and make sure that again, on, on the initial quote that you say, this is the, the due date is this and we require a 50% deposit, um, which equals whatever, you know, say the deposit's like $2,000, whatever it is, right? 50% and make sure you put this so that way they know. Uh, and, and they'll be ready to, to send that through wire transfer or PayPal or QuickBooks, whatever, whatever system you use. Okay. Now due dates, right? If you start on the 15th of this month or whatever month it is, right? 15th, you shoot on the 15th, you shoot on the 16th. Again, by the 15th, try to have that full amount paid, right? Have it in your account. If it goes any longer than that, Make sure that you put on the, uh, not necessarily on, on the quote, but on the, in the project contract or in the actual contract, which is different than, than this episode. Um, but basically in the contract state that if, you know, if uh, there is a late penalty, if you don't pay the full amount by, by the actual due date that we agree upon, then there'll, there'll be a, um, a 5% or 10% uh, interest charge. Right, meaning because you you were late on your payment, right, and that way it, it's it's not really being like 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 an asshole to a client, but it's covering you in the event that say hey like you know make sure you pay us because if you don't pay us then you're gonna owe us an extra ten percent or fifteen percent whatever it is right, and clients don't want to spend extra money that they don't need to spend right, plain and simple right, so hopefully that that double combo tag team um, topic or a tip helps you out, right? So due dates and deposit amount. Uh, and then the last one is sort of like, like just a general general guideline, okay? If you don't have concrete prices for certain things, that could be location, that could be uh, specific music needed, right? Maybe they don't want to use like uh, your artlist account or whatever it is, right? They want something very, very specific, right? And you don't know how much that's going to cost. Uh, if they need additional VFX or like stock footage that you're not sure um, how much that might cost initially, always quote the higher price, right? Uh, and that way, because if the client ends up wanting the more premium option, they already have a better idea of what the budget will be uh, shipping up to be rather than you quoting them like, you know, $3,000 less. And then once you figure things out and you're going to say, hey, uh, actually, you know, it's going to cost like, you know, $5,000 for all this additional archive footage that we need to pull up. 
additional VFX work, where it's gonna you're gonna be a lot of like rotoscoping, there's gonna be a lot of like map replacement. We're doing like, you know, a full day of like green screen, blue screen stuff. Um, you know, the the, the specific music you wanted, each song is, is gonna cost around two hundred dollars, so on and so forth, right? Just quote the higher one because then when they when you when you actually find out the information, you can say, hey, actually, you know, I originally quoted you $3,000. Again, we talked about this. This was, That was just a rough estimate based upon the visual requirements uh, of what you of what you were wanting, right? Uh, but actually, it's going to cost like $2,000, right? So cool. You saved your client $1,000, right? Um, so that would be the last um, general tip, right? So hopefully, these 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 tips of do's and do's, do's and don'ts hope, uh, helped you guys out in some way, shape, or form, right, to kind of better quote your clients to be more consistent with your clients. And at the end of the day, you know, just like, just don't give discounts. You don't need to give discounts, right? That would be like every time you go to a restaurant or a retail store, like every time there's a discount, right? For a premium item, right? I'm not talking about you going to like the dollar store, all right? Like, like you're going to, you know, uh, you're going to a very premium restaurant or um, a food service uh, establishment. You're going to a, a very premium uh, retail shopping place, right? Because you like the clothes there, you like the shoes there, right? It would be awesome if they offered discounts, right? But at the end of the day, that that company would probably not be in business much longer if they always offered discounts, right? So the same thing with you is don't always offer discount unless it makes sense and unless it's a uh, it's, it's a long-term client that you've been working with. They've treated me so well. The budgets have always been so good. It's cool. Like not a huge deal, right? I gave you a little 5% discount or whatever it is. Okay. Uh, what else? Next week will be a, um, returning guest to, to the podcast. Uh, cinematographer Nick Pilecki is back on the podcast. We're kind of talking about, uh, how things have changed in the past year since he's been on the podcast. Uh, his, uh, has anything changed in his techniques or his approach to cinematography, to lighting, and uh, just just all around just good times with Nick, right? So be sure to be tuned in to next week for that episode. Um, what else? We are pretty much, I uh, hope everyone have, had a great Thanksgiving as well too. Uh, I ate a lot of food, and but didn't stuff myself this year, so I'm pretty happy with that. But we have like, yeah, just a few more weeks left of, of 2022. Um, YouTube, we, we are rolling, we are rolling with that. You know, I, I got all the videos except for like two of them, I think, uh, already edited and, and uploaded scheduled. So again, this is the last year I'm on YouTube, uh, never say never, but for probably for 2022, I mean, I don't have any plans of making any, any YouTube content. Um, so that is that, uh, podcast still going strong. We still got episodes coming out every week. Um, I did purchase a new camera. Some of you might have saw on Instagram, uh, but I will be putting out a, a, a podcast episode on why I bought that uh, camera. Uh, some people had, had assumed that I sold my FX9, like not the case, like the FX9 is like, <laughs> like still my my primary camera, you know? Uh, it's what I get hired for, right? But this other camera, I'm hoping I, I can add into the mix to again, increase business potential and, and profit um, for me, right? Um, and I think that is it for this uh, for this episode. If you liked the episode, please go ahead and rate it on iTunes Podcast. I, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, follow the podcast and tell your tell your friends, your homies, your homets um, about the podcast. And if it would bring them value, you know, share with them. Right? We're all here to learn. We're all here to let go of our egos a little bit, to learn and 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 to I guess kind of just make fun of fun fun of me. I guess at the end of the day. Uh, other than that, friends, I will I will catch you guys in the next. Um, podcast episode.